Uncovered, a true crime podcast. My name is Emma. My name is Lily. Do we have any business to attend to? Oh, I guess, since the announcement will be up on the Instagram by the time that this episode is out. Oh, yeah. We are going to start doing two episodes a week. Yes. Super exciting. And I guess I'll give y'all a little hint right now. We're going to do, like, kind of mini-series almost. Yeah. Like, it's going to be one big case a week from one of us, Mm -hmm. and then it's going to be, like... Right now, we're going to do cults, so the next episode, I will be telling about a cult, and Lily will also be. Yeah, so we'll get to switch off. Yeah, so we'll switch off, and it'll be shorter, more, like, Um, contained stories. We're not going to go, like, super. Yeah, it won't be, like, crazy long and detailed. Yeah, it'll be, like, an overview, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all have that to look forward to. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, Lily, what's your case about today? Um, Lionel J. Paradise Jr. or Pinky Paradise? (laughs) (laughs) so this case is just really it's not well known at all give a little background about how close closely related you are to this case yeah well so I'm from Winchenden Massachusetts and nobody knows where that is and this happened in my small little town in like the 80s and my aunt actually lived next door to where it happened and was home the night that it happened (gasps) I didn't know she was home. Yes. Slash also she went to high school with him and was in the same class as this guy. Pinky Paradise. Yeah. And that was just his nickname. Like that was his nickname in high school. And that's so weird. Yeah. So strange. What a weird name. Okay. Let's get in. Yeah. I'm not excited for this. Um. Yeah. So like I said, my aunt lived next door and my cousin also I forgot to say this. My cousin, like, played with the little boy, one of the little boys that lived next door that was involved in this case also. Yeah. So, anyways, it's very close. Close to home. To home, yeah. Literally. Um, so, Lionel J. Paradise was born in 1953, September 30th, to Aurora E. Paradise and Lionel J. Paradise Sr. Um, his mom was really involved in the Catholic Church. Um, and his dad died a year before he committed these crimes. Oh. Yeah. There wasn't much about his family because, like I said, it's a small case, not widely. Yeah. Or, like, his childhood. Like, you couldn't find anything about Yeah, I couldn't really find anything about his parents or his childhood. Um, but I will say, like, my mom, he, she didn't know him closely, but she just, like, always is, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was just, like, a weird guy. Yeah, I was over at your house the other day, and your mom was, like, yeah, he was weird, but, like, nobody ever thought anything of it. Yeah, he was just a weirdo, I guess, you know? I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. Yeah. I don't want to fit in. different like that. Like Jughead on Riverdale. Yeah. Don't watch Riverdale. I don't Public service announcement, I don't (laughs) watch Riverdale. (laughs) I did for the first two seasons, and then I was like, Same! Literally same. It got so weird. Yeah, it was gross. Anyways, sorry. So, when when this happened, he was like 29, um, and it was around like 9.30 on April 25th, 1984. April Strait, who is the sister of Angel and JJ. So, these are the kids that live next door. To my aunt. Okay. So their names are April, JJ, and Angel. April was 10 at the time, and her younger brother was 9, and then their older half-sister, Angel, was 15. Okay. And Angel and JJ were both in bed asleep, and April had woke up and heard someone coming up the stairs enter her sister Angel's room and close the door behind them. She heard Angel say, April, JJ, help me. 
And then she also heard Angel say, what is this, some kind of joke? That's a direct quote. Uh. Yeah. Um, and then April went into her sister's room, opened the door, and saw a man with his back to her repeatedly stabbing her sister <gasps> with a knife. Um, April tried to approach the man, but twice he pushed her back into an open closet where she would end up hitting her head on the wall. April had said he was wearing a yellowish, tannish jacket, which was zipped closed. His pants were a darkish color, and he had a stocking over his face and head. His hair was brown, and he also had a mustache and what April went on to describe as a beard on the side of his face. So, like, basically, they're I think they're called, like, mutton chops or something, you know? Ew, like, like the, the long, the long yeah, sideburns. Ew. So British. So gross. I have a question. Did the kid, did this family have, like, any relation to Mr. Pinky? Yes, we'll get into that. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just wait, girl. So, April approached him a third time, and the man stopped stabbing Angel and went after April. And April was able to grab a pillow from Angel's bed, and she placed it against her stomach. Uh, She retreated and fell backwards, so, like, she was, like, backing up. And, like, she must have tripped or yeah. something. So then she fell. Yeah. It's the... So the man stabbed her through the pillow. And she fell unconscious. April regained consciousness as the door to Angel's room was being shut. She could hear Angel mumbling something but couldn't make out what she was saying. Um, and then April heard the kitchen door downstairs. She heard it shut like he left. Okay. Um, so she decided to try and reach the phone to call someone for help. But Angel had told her not to try and call someone. So she was like, I, there was a direct quote, but I just didn't put it in. She basically said, like, don't call anyone. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. Was it the shock of it? Maybe? I guess. Maybe she was scared. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't think of a reason why she wouldn't want her to call. But I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, but April, she didn't listen. And she tried to, like, she, she tried to call um, her grandma and then a friend. Okay. April, she could, it was unsuccessful, like, it didn't, nobody picked nobody up, picked up. Oh my gosh. which it was, like, 9.30, so at that point, like, people might have been sleeping, because it, it was, it was 9.30 when it all started, Oh, okay. and she was unconscious for, for who knows how long, yeah. so, like, it could have been later in the night, you know? Yeah. I have, was 911 not a thing in the 80s? I had this conversation with my family, and I can't remember what my dad said. Let me Google it really quick. Keep talking. Yeah. So then Angel was still mu- was still mumbling, and she started banging her head on the wall. Um, and then at some point, she fell silent, and April made her way down the stairs and curled up on the couch with the pillow held tight against her. She would remain on the couch until her mom got home. And they think because she held the pillow so tight, she um, and she was curled up, she survived because she yeah. was like holding it against her stomach, that and that's sense. where she was yeah. stabbed, um, which makes sense because you like put pressure on yeah. something like that. So nine one one was created or put into place February sixteenth of nineteen sixty eight. Oh, okay. So, so it, it was a it thing. Wasn't thing. I'm just wondering if it wasn't like as widely known as it Probably. is today. That would make sense. I mean, it, like back then. In the 80s, I don't know if it was... I mean, I guess they had commercials. And I don't know. I was thinking it was, like, the 70s. <laughs> I mean, they had commercials in the 70s, too. Yeah. But, like, it might have not been, like... But like, maybe kids weren't raised. Like, if an emergency happens, call 911. Right. Like, like I it, remember my mom telling me that from the time I was, like, seven. Same. So, like, maybe it just wasn't... Yeah. Maybe, maybe it, it wasn't widely known. As much of a thing as it is now. April... This is, like, what... Like, the... 
the doctor, what he said about, like, how bad in condition their bodies were, like, yeah. after the stabbings and stuff. So April was in shock and suffered facial cuts, blood loss, and had a protruding bowel or intestine, which was protruding out of her shirt. Oh, I don't do well with that stuff. Absolutely not. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Like, so, or like bones sticking out, like when yeah. you break a bone. No, immediately no. Yeah, that's scary. Nope. So Dr. Edward B. Sussman, a path pathologist, described Angel and Jason's condition. Angel had sustained 19 stabs oh my and gosh. incised wounds to her head, neck, arms, chest, and abdomen, including several defensive wounds. Uh, one of the stab wounds had penetrated Angel's heart. Her lungs had collapsed. She showed signs of marked blood loss. There were signs of asphyxiation also. Oh, my god. I said gosh. that really weirdly. Asphyxiation. <laughs> so, wait, he stabbed her and strangled her? I guess, yeah. No, there- asphyxiation is like, that can be internal like choking that's true that's like when she maybe blood loss yes yeah yeah that makes sense yeah sometimes i forget what that word means yeah i i keep thinking that it's like strangulation but then why do we have the word strangulation if that's the same thing i should google it yeah you should i'm gonna consult google again okay asphyxiation is the state or process of being deprived of oxygen which can result in unconsciousness or death but then it also says that a synonym for it is suffocation. So is, is it, like, all the same word? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Because that's what I I thought, kind of, is, like, suffocation. But we'll never know in this case. Yeah, I don't know. Trigger warning. Dr. Sussman observed that Angel's slip had been ripped, but there was no evidence of rape involved. Okay. Which was interesting. Like, yeah. there was some other so stuff, there was, too. So there was no motive to this crime, really? No. Not yeah. really. We, we kind of... At the end, we'll I kind of talk about it a little okay. bit. Because there's some other stuff that might like, like, lead to... He didn't take anything. He didn't no. do anything to anyone. No, not really. He just They didn't to. find any evidence of him doing okay. I'm Well, okay. Physically on her, they didn't find any evidence. Except for like her slip was ripped. And then there is like, something else that I talk about at the end. Okay. So Jason suffered 22 stab and incised wounds, including 9 to his head and six to his chest. One of the stab thrusts to his head had penetrated his skull and his brain. Jason's wounds also had included, like, defense injuries, you oh know? Oh, gosh. And after committing the murders, Paradise went and hung out with his wife, Carla. He had a wife? Yes. He was married and had a daughter. Wait, I have a question. So who died out of these attacks? So... Just JJ and Angel? Yes. Okay, so April, April survived because She's of the She's actually... She's alive today still. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um, I think she's married and she has kids. Oh, I hope she's doing well. Yes, me too. I, I don't I don't know if my aunt talks to her or anything, but yeah. Anyways. Uh, so after committing the murders, Paradise just decided that he was going to go hang out with his wife and Hope Straight, the mother of these children. You're joking. No. Um, what is wrong with him? Yeah. And she was also a neighbor to them. And they lived, like, about a five-minute walk from each other. <gasps> yeah. And Carla often babysat Hope's two youngest children, JJ and April. So his wife would babysit JJ he and He just April. brutally murdered two of these of this woman's children, and he's just going to go hang out with her? Yeah, and stabbed one of them and thought she was dead, probably. I wish you all could see my face right now. Yeah, like, it, it, this story's insane. The, just, yeah. I've never heard of that in any kind of, yeah. like... 
Just wait, case. girl. Just wait. It gets worse? Kinda, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so they were at a local bar called the Curve Inn. Um, and it was a male exotic dance club. At the bar, Paradise borrowed some Salem Light Hundred cigarettes from Hope. Um, and she noticed his stainless steel cigarette lighter with a unicorn emblem on it. This guy was weird. He was a weirdo. He, he doesn't fit in. Yeah. And he's not making Just like joke. what Jean said. Yeah. She was like, he was a weirdo. That's Lily's mom, by the way. Yeah, that's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Jean's an icon. She really is. She's such a silly goose. <laughs> Get in the pond. <laughs> um, and he was wearing black slacks. And a dark brown jacket with beige sleeves, which he kept zipped close. At that time, Paradise, who had brown hair and long, thick sideburns, described as mutton chop sideburns and a mustache. And if you remember, that's how April described this man. (gasps) Anyways. Uh, So at some point after 10, Paradise asked Hope if he could get cigarettes from her house. So he's going back to the house. To get cigarettes. Stop. Does he want to see her, like, discover everything? He goes alone. You're joking. Yeah. So, this was, like, ten. So, at ten. So, Paradise had been in Hope's house before, sometimes when Hope and her husband, Dean, weren't even home. So, he w- he had gone over there before. So, like, he knew how to get there, obviously. Yeah. She, and his wife watched her kids, like I said. So, like, her house was not... He wasn't a stranger to... Her house, you know, yeah. he knew. Or this family, obviously. Or this family, right. Um, so Hope gave him permission to go to her house and get cigarettes. Um, she asked if he would check on her kids as well. Stop. Yeah. So Paradise and his wife Carla left at approximately 10.30 p.m. Um, and then I'm, it doesn't say this, uh, the article that I was reading, it doesn't say this, but I'm assuming Carla just sat in the car while yeah. we ran in, obviously. I because, would. Yeah, I would too, like... On a normal circumstance, yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't think she... She's not assuming that he just committed... Right. A crime. Yeah. A terrible crime. Um, So they went from the bar to the Straits house, then picked up their daughter from the babysitter's house, and then on the way home, stopped by the Straits house again so Paradise could grab another pack of cigarettes. He goes back a third time, and Carla's thinking this is only his second time, obviously. What... Yeah. What? And and uh, Hope is, I'm pretty sure, yeah, she is. Hope is still, obviously, at the bar or, you know, somewhere. Yeah, wherever She's not home yet. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, after what was thought to be Paradise's second stop at the Straits home, like I said, and he and his wife finally made their way to their own home, Paradise would again leave his home around 10.55 p.m. and would return shortly. Carla couldn't recall how long he had been gone, but when he did return, she observed he had no clothing above his waist. He went straight to the bathroom, and she heard the water running. I would question that so hard. Wait, I'm a little confused. This was... Wait, so he... So they went home. They, he attacked the kids. At, like, 9.30. 9.30. Went out with their mother. Uh-huh. And his wife. Yeah. Went to their house again. Went back. Went to the house again. Then they went home. Uh-huh. And then, then he left his house a- again at 10.55 p.m. Oh, alone. Yes. Okay. And Carla, she was probably getting ready for bed or whatever. And when he came back, he had no clothing on above his waist. So, like, no shirt or anything. Yeah, my question, was there, like, no blood stains or anything? on? Did, or did he change his shirt? 
I'm guessing he changed his shirt, probably. Okay. And so then you obviously, like I said, he went straight to the bathroom, and then Carla heard the water running. Right, but they so already been hanging out all night together, so I'm a little confused about that. I know, same. But I think he probably changed after he left their house. Right. And then he went to the bar. Okay. Again, there's, like, no... Not very much information on this. There's not like there's a rhyme or reason with this guy either. Like, yeah, no, just... he just is weird, and he just like did it. Ugh, he's awful. Like honestly, uh, like there is no motive for this. Like as far as I was reading and like could see, as far as anyone knows, honestly. Yes, yeah. Like my mom doesn't even really know, and I don't think I don't know if my aunt does or not. But like he just did it. And there's like there's like some theories like. That we can talk about at the end. Okay. Because I kind of have one, but... Okay. So, Hope Straight arrived home, and sometime before 1.30 a.m., April told her mother, a man came and stabbed us, a man with a stocking over his face. Ew! Yeah, so that's a direct quote, also. Ugh, this poor girl. Yeah. April said that Angel and Jason were upstairs, and that they got it worse than she did. Hope raced upstairs, didn't see anyone, and went back to where April was. So at that point, Hope, she didn't see Angel or JJ up there. Oh my gosh. She didn't know they were up there. She thought they were gone. Until her husband got home and he saw them. Yeah, he found them. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. I didn't write it in here because I went back and I couldn't find it again. So I just hate when that happens. Oh, I know. It's so irritating. There's just, like, so much information, I feel like that's why. Yeah. Uh, so she telephoned the police, her husband, and emergency services. So obviously this was before her husband got home and found them. Because okay. she was like, where did they go? Oh, right. She was, like, freaking so out, So she just obviously. thinks that they're missing? Yeah, I think so. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so April was rushed to the hospital where she had emergency surgery. And then I read, too, that she was, like, airlifted to... Massachusetts, I think it was medical, like, university or something oh, like yeah. that. Um, and she was obviously in serious condition. Yeah. Uh, and at approximately 2.30 a.m. on April 26th, so this is the next day, because okay. it's obviously. Carla's mother, so this this is... Pinky's mother-in-law? Yes. Okay. Called from the hospital where April Strait had been taken. So I'm not fully clear on why she got a call she called them oh. or was at the hospital because she wasn't the grandmother or anything of yeah april so i'm a little bit confused on that maybe she was just like a nice grandma in the community maybe i, I mean it's a small town so everybody yeah. knows everyone mm-hmm. so that would make sense yeah so paradise answered the phone and he left to go to the hospital you're joking no so, this he is literally just That's disgusting. So, like, cold and just like Yeah. He's he so gross. Doesn't care. Yeah. So well, Carla, she's gonna identify him. Like what was his plan here? I, I have no idea. Maybe because it was dark and like he, he had, had a stock- stocking on, but still but still like she was able to like remember what he was wearing. But maybe yeah. she was in such critical condition that like Oh, maybe she was like in a like induced coma or something. Yeah. Okay. But also like he might have not been able to even see her. You know, because she was in such critical oh, condition right, right, and right. just had emergency surgery yeah, and stuff. But why would he even go to, I mean, I'm, does he get identified from going to the hospital? No. Okay. I don't, it's, I don't understand what was going on inside this man's head. He was crazy. Uh, I mean, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Head empty, just, no thoughts. A dumb person. Just, 
Satan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Carla, he didn't tell Carla. So Carla didn't find out this information until later. And that's, yeah. Like, why? Like, maybe he was worried that he was going to get recognized yeah. at the hospital and he didn't want her to come and find out. But, like, her parents um. are there. I don't know. Anyways. <sighs> um, so, Paradise picked up Hope Strait's brother and arrived at the hospital around 4 a.m. So, he picked up April's uncle. This dude. It really just pisses me off. So, Carla's father... Walter was at the hospital and at that time recalled that he heard Paradise say he must have lost his lighter from stumbling in someone's cellar. Like, I don't know where that came from, but he just like pulled that oh, out. Oh, did he lose his lighter in the, in the fight? He lost his lighter in the house somewhere. Ooh. We're about to. Is yeah. that why maybe he tried to go back a few times? Maybe. I don't know. Oh yeah. So Paradise left separately from Walter, but both went to Walter's home. So then he after the hospital he left with his father in law and went to his house. To Walter's house. To his dad's house? To his father in law's oh, house, yeah. Father in law, okay. Paradise asked for a cigarette and stated he must have left his cigarettes and lighter on the T V at the Straits house. He added, knowing Angel, she probably brought it in her room. Hope later testified that Angel was asthmatic and could not tolerate cigarette smoke. Oof. So. And she was, like, I don't know, stabbed? Yeah. But obviously wasn't going to say that. But, yeah. If I was stabbed, I probably wouldn't be looking around for my vape or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, wait. Did I say April or did I say Angel? You said April. I meant Angel. Shall I, I'll say that again. Ah! Wait. Oh, okay. I was con- okay. unless you were. I was confused. like, no. I was like, wait. April's alive. April's alive. Angel isn't. It's confusing because it's Angel April. Yeah, that's ca- okay. And it's in April. This all happened in April. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's a little confusing. Um, should I say it again? Probably. That's what I was thinking. I mean, Maybe I so. kind of enjoyed that discussion. It was a little bit silly. It was. It was kind of silly. We're kind of funny of us. sometimes. I just feel like I embarrass myself twenty four seven when I do this. No, it's fine. You're doing good. You're doing good. Thanks. Um, so, Paradise left after two cups of coffee and returned home at 6 a.m. He left his house twice more while Carla was at home. And we don't know where he went. Was Carla not questioning why he was in and I know. out the door like it was a revolving door? What? I know. <laughs> Bro, Alice is like, I have to go do this one thing. And I'm like watching him i mean i guess they didn't have life 360 but i'm like yeah where are you going where are you gonna be back please i miss you <laughs> I, maybe she hated him you never know i mean i would too <laughs> sounds I would, ugly yeah honestly he's i have to look up a picture of him i sent you pictures i can't i know he was ugly but i can't remember exactly what he looked like yeah he's ugly on one of these occasions at approximately 9 a.m paradise brought three of his jackets to a local dry cleaner one of which was the one Paradise had worn on the night of April 25th. He asked if they could be done in a hurry on account of the weather always changing. Okay, what? sir. What? Yeah. He's a little bit dumb. He's very dumb. Isn't it, like, still cold in Massachusetts in April? Yes, I think so. I've never been. I haven't lived there since I was, like, two. two. <laughs> and I've only visited, like, twice. Or three times, maybe. You're going back this summer, though? I am, August. <gasps> Y'all are so staying excited. in Salem. I'm so jealous. I know, I'm so excited. Silas, if you're listening, please take me to the East Coast. 
Silas, if you're listening, he edits this. I mean, he could zone out. You never That's know. true. That's true. Okay, cut that out. Whatever. Um, so he returned home at 8.20 a.m. The police telephoned and asked him to come to the Winchenden police station. He changed his clothes and left with Carla. At the station, he was interviewed by police sergeant, by the, sorry, by the police sergeant, uh, who had been informed by another officer that he had discovered a lighter and a package of cigarettes at the Straits house. Mm -hmm. When Paradise was asked about where he was on the evening of April 25th, he relayed the events up to his visit to the Straits house at 10.30, and he stated that he had left his cigarettes and lighter on the Straits TV set. At that point, the sergeant read Paradise the Miranda rights from a card. Paradise signed an affirmation on the card that he understood those rights. He stated that he wished to talk with a police officer. Uh, that was confusing to me because I was like, you are talking to a police officer, sir. Yeah, I don't, or maybe like one that like takes like, reports or something. Maybe. When I heard Miranda rights, I thought he was getting arrested. I got so excited. No, we're almost there. Don't they usually only read Miranda rights when you're getting arrested? I have no idea. Don't ask me about anything. Well, that's like the, you have the right to remain silent. Oh! Anything you say can and will be held against you. That's true. If you can't afford an attorney. Maybe he was just anticipating that they were going to, so he was just like, might as well do it now, because this guy's an idiot. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how all that stuff works. Same. When Um, Olive becomes a lawyer, we need to get her on the podcast. Okay. Sounds good. So, Paradise went on to describe his clothing from the night before, saying he had been wearing a blue and red long sleeve shirt. Whereas Carla later described his shirt as a sequins shirt. Sequins? Sequined? This bitch was wearing sequins? Yes! (laughs) He was also at, like, a male exotic dance club. His His nickname's Pinky Paradise. He has sequins mutton on. chops, wearing sequins, at a male strip club, and his lighter has a unicorn on it. Why was no one questioning this man? I don't know. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of just taken aback right now. I know. He's a, he's, he's a crazy guy. He's a crazy guy. He's got, he's got a lot going on. I feel like the sequin shirt and the, the, the chops should have been your first red flag. Honestly, though. Like, Carla, what are you doing, girl? No offense to anyone who wears sequins. It's very Y2K, but... Yeah, go for it. But it wasn't even the early 2000s yet. No. I guess it was the 80s, huh? He was just ahead of his time. (laughs) Well, now he's in prison, so... Good. Is he alive still? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm about to write him a very heated letter. Oh, I found all his information. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You can even visit him. Why? Why? (laughs) I would never. I, I was mean, like, maybe I should call him and be like, hey, part sir, of me wants what was to go, your reason? Part of me wants to go hold, like, John Douglas on this mm-hmm. and, like, interview people if we can, but the other Same. part of me is like, I get, literally get as far away from me uh, yeah, as that's, you possibly can. When you go to Salem this year, you should you should maybe interview him. Dude, FaceTime I FaceTime me pants. while you do it. <laughs> I'd pee my pants. I'd probably, like, I don't know, flip him off. Oh, same. Yeah, I can't, like, kick him in the balls or anything because <sighs> that, that damn glass. <laughs> It's just holding me back. Ugh. Uh, so, they, Paradise agreed to produce the clothing he had described, and two police officers went with him to his home. Paradise produced all the clothing items, slacks, shoes, and a shirt, 
but he told the officers he thought the jacket he wore might have been one of the jackets he took to the cleaners that morning. Might have been. Girl, you knew it was. He knew he brought that jacket to the cleaners that day. He said, oh. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did. Oopsies. I'm sorry. It was dirty. I'm a stinky man. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) He sickens me. Same. I want to It costs $5 to call him. Really? Yeah. I might do it. Okay. Do it. Right now? No. (laughs) (laughs) My anxiety was like, (laughs) I mean... Something to ponder on, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we gotta think about that one. I know. Is that, like, ethical? I know people right now are really up in cahoots about true crime ethics when it comes to podcasting and things. Yeah. Comment down below if you think <laughs> that calling him is ethical or not. I don't want to get canceled. We're only six episodes in. Same. I'm not ready to be canceled yet. We're not gonna get canceled. We're not. Don't put that out there. Sorry. We were, we're not gonna be, ever. We're what? Gonna be. Oh, I thought you, we're not gonna be. <laughs> Stop. I was like, what did she say? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Shall we continue? Yeah. Okay. okay. Silas, if you're gonna cut this out, please, like, record it on your phone first and <laughs> save it. I'm not gonna say it. Shall we get back to it? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, the sergeant examined the clothing and found some red spots on the shoes, as well as in the inside of the pockets of the slacks. Okay. I wonder what that could be. (sighs) No idea. The officers accompanied Paradise to the dry cleaners and retrieved the tan jacket. Chemical analysis later revealed that the jacket had traces of human blood on its tag and under a snap that had not been unfastened prior to cleaning. She thinks he's so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really did. Like, oh, let me take this, all of my jackets, yes, all my favorite I want jackets. To t- I want to talk to the police. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad Come he's on, so wife, dumb. Come on, wife. Let's go talk to the police. I'm so glad he's dumb. But like, I know, same. The officers in Paradise returned to the police station where questioning resumed. When asked about how blood came to be on his shoes and slacks, Paradise said, how the hell do I know? Okay, buddy. Least you could have said is like, oh, I, I had a bloody nose. Yeah, or like, I don't know. Something. Something uh, other than that. Uh, that just doesn't... Anyways. The police officer then asked, can you tell me how your lighter and cigarettes got upstairs right by Angel's body? Paradise said she probably took them. No, when she asked didn't. why she would do that, he said, because her mother always tells her every time me or Carla leave something, like, around the house to pick it up and hide it. The interview then ceased. Yeah, cops were like, we're done here. Yeah, like, we okay, have everything buddy. we need. Yeah, for real. Um, at 11 a.m., Pinky Paradise was placed under arrest. The officers and a state chemist took his fingerprints and wiped his hands. Far, forearmed. Forearms. Forearmed. <laughs> forearms. Four score and seven years ago. Forearms. Oh, wait, that's what you were trying to say? Yes. <laughs> I was so 
Jess wiped his hands, forearms, lower legs, and the back of his neck with a sterile cotton swab. Okay. Zuh. Swab. (laughs) They just used one. (laughs) Just one. Not even a double-sided one. (laughs) A double-sided one? Like the (laughs) Q-tips. What did you think a swab was? No, no, no. I know, but I was like, wait. There's yeah, because like double sided ones, but there is, yes, yeah. I've seen them. But before. like in medical stuff, they always use like the one. So yeah. <laughs> so they don't get confused. <laughs> um, so the chemist then applied a chemical to the swabs during turning. During turning. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Okay. I'm so sorry, Just, Silas. Turning, fine. <laughs> turning them a bright blue color. Just girl restart. We can't be chuckling. We can't I go know. From, we can't go from Nothing, cut it, and then you're like, <laughs> I always get mad whenever we do that, and then I'm like, ah, you can hear it. I know. Um, uh, okay, the chemist then applied a chemical to the swabs, turning them a bright blue color, indicating the presence of blood traces. You can do that on your skin after it's been like... Yeah, I didn't know that. That's but I mean, in the 80s, too. That's impressive. I know. I, I, the whole time I was like typing this up, I was thinking, I was like, dang, they were like... They're kind of... Kind of, a, kind of doing the damn thing. Yeah, for real. Um, oops, I was hitting my feet on the coffee table, and you can hear it. <laughs> so throughout the day and night of April twenty sixth, police searched the area around the Straits house, and then between like um, the Straits house and the Paradise's house. Okay. And then I think they also searched Pinky's house also. Okay. Um, so where Paradise's car was stored in a nearby parking lot, they found the upper portion of a pair of tights. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I feel like he was probably wearing them. Wait, who were, whose were they, though? I don't know, it never said. Okay, I thought they were, like, one of the victims, and I was like, we can't laugh about that, Lily. I know, but they found... But ew. But just... they did find, they found blood stains, but okay. there was also hair in them. And it was identified to be identical to Paradise's hair. Ew. Oh, no, you know what it was? It just clicked in my brain. It was what he used over his face. Duh. That's why his hair was in it. Oh, my gosh. I was like, he was wearing stockings. (laughs) What a loser. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. You're so dumb. Silas, keep this in. I wonder what it's like to feel to be smart. (laughs) What's it like to have functioning brain cells? (laughs) For real. Oh my gosh. Okay, that makes so much more sense, though. Yeah, it does. I'm so proud of. I'm so proud of you for that clicking (laughs) on the air. Um, yeah, no, because I was confused about that when I was typing. I was like, where did that come from? (laughs) What a weirdo! (laughs) What a weirdo! Why is he wearing tights underneath his pants? (laughs) Is this a kink? <laughs> um so I'm like violently throwing myself around and it's you really, it's throwing the audio off so bad. Like, I'm looking at the waves on the screen and it's like super quiet and it's like super loud. Oh my gosh, it was so loud in my ears. <laughs> Sorry, Silas, again. How many times we should like He's like he's literally gonna lose his mind while he's You know what he this. should do? He should take those audio clips of us saying sorry, Silas, and then just put them at the end of the episode. <laughs> Sorry, so sorry, sorry, Silas. Sorry. Cut that out. Keep that in. No, cut that one out, though. 
Okay. Okay. Anyways. Containing ourselves. Uh, so nearby, the police officers discovered a shirt that was later identified by Carla as what was worn by the defendant the evening of April 25th. The so, sequin shirt? Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, but then, in a storm drain, another shirt was found and identified by Carla, who confirmed it was also the defendant's. So they found two of his shirts in that oh, yeah, parking he to, lot. He had to change his clothes a few times, I'm sure. Yeah, right. But it's just weird, like, why did, why did, why was there two shirts? Because he only... Maybe he brought options with him. <laughs> Stop. If he was wearing a sequin shirt, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, <laughs> he's one of those people that just yeah, have to have options. Just, yeah, I guess. Um, so Carla had noticed the absence of both shirts that morning. Like, how, how did she remember that? Girl. That's impressive. I mean, although if he's wearing, like, sequin shirts. That's true. You're going to be like, like where's, where's Pinky's sequin shirt? <laughs> I literally can't with this dude. <laughs> I can't. Gross. I just, I hate him so much. He's I, gross. I just, he's so he's gross. He's so crusty. Mm-hmm. And the chops. I'm sorry. If, if you, if you don't mind chops or if you have chops, I'm sorry. I'm sure they look great on you. But this guy brutally murdered two children and attempted another one so i will make fun of his chops on his face all i want same and his sequin shirt and his sequin shirt um so blood stains on the items of clothing and the tights match the blood types and blood enzymes enzyme characteristics of each of the victims and of paradise Oh, so so he. I wonder. I'm wondering if in defense. Yeah, because you said that Angel had um defense, defense wounds. wounds, and so did JJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, God, I hope they rocked his shit. Oh, same. Um. So during the search of the neighborhood, two police officers interviewed the Straits' immediate neighbors. So one neighbor, neighbor, what? <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I said neighbor. I thought I said neighbor wrong. That's why I did that. I said it twice. Neighbor, neighbor. (laughs) I'm tired. I know, me too. Um, So one neighbor, Gloria Avery, stated that she saw two men around the Straits house and didn't yet consider Paradise to be a suspect. However, one of the officers went to her house and looked out her window to see if he could see footprints and concluded... Curly Pop, it's okay. Pull yourself (sighs) together. Okay. And concluded she was either mistaken or lying as he found nothing. The officers would go back and forth on if Mrs. Avery should be called to the stand to testify or not. She was eventually called to testify, but didn't show up at one point. Rude. Yeah. Um, in the end, she did show up to one of the court dates. Okay. There was, like, a whole thing about that because somebody filed, like, somebody filed her, like, whatever it was, con- not confession, but, like. Oh, like testimony? Yes, testimony. And then somebody else was like, I think this is un- not necessary because she is like either lying or confused or something. But then they were like, actually, let's have her testify in court. That's weird. It was weird. It was like this weird back and forth thing with her. Um, so the prosecutor reviewed evidence that Angel's bra was found on a beanbag chair across the room from her bed and that it had blood on it. That was Angel's blood type. So this is where they kind of start in the court, like, uh, file, whatever, that I was reading. Yeah. Um, This is where they started to consider 
if it was like something with where he liked Angel. Okay. So yeah. like that as a motive? Yes. Because he attacked her <clears throat> first, right? Yes. Okay. He went in her room first. Okay. Um, and so, uh, they fa- so they found her, her bra on a beanbag chair and it had her blood on it. Um, but there was no blood on the beanbag chair. Like, like he didn't, she wasn't did over he, there. Did he take that off when he, like one of the times that he went back to the yes, house? Yes, he did. Ugh. Um, that's what they're thinking anyway, at this point. Um, that would make sense. So there was no blood on that side of the room either. And this was argued over in court, along with the fact that Paradise returned to the house multiple times after he committed yeah. the crime. So, yeah. And then this is when I'm going to switch to my phone <gasps> really quick. <gasps> so the per- prosecutor, did I say persecutor again when I... You started to say persecutor, but you said prosecutor. Okay, thank you. I always do that. I know the difference, but I always do that for some I reason. I do that, too, and I find it really funny when I'm like, the persecutor. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Hold on, I'm going to grab my chapstick. You can keep talking if you want. I'm just going to sit back down in a couple seconds. Okay. I always feel weird when you're not right here when I talk because I feel like I'm talking to a wall. It's, I mean, you, you'll be able to see me. That's true. Okay, I'll be right back. Keep talking. Okay. So, the prosecutor also recalled that Paradise had stopped by the Straits house twice, once after asking... Hope if he could take some cigarettes and clothing, and a second time after picking up his daughter from the babysitter. The prosecutor... Prosecutor? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The prosecutor reminded the jur- jury of Paradise's explanation to the police that he stopped by the second time for cigarettes. However, the prosecutor implied that this was not the real reason for Paradise's return. Based on Paradise's statement to the police that when he came into the Straits house, April was dressed for bed, and she had held up an assorted colored knitted afghan in front of her. The prosecutor suggested, ask yourselves what observations Mr. Paradise made of Angel Lawrence when he went into that house at 10.30, or a quarter of 11, and then he had had to go back to get another look and ask yourselves what he's thinking when he goes back to get another look to a point where Angel Lawrence had to put something up in front of her top. The defense objected, but was over overruled. Finally, the pros- prosecutor... Prosecutor, that's right. Oh my gosh, I keep hesitating. Suggested that Paradise had pulled down Angel's nightdress and ripped off her bra and threw her bra aside, and she struggled, and she screamed and he had to kill her, there was no objection at this point. So that was directly from the court transcript. Okay. Um, yeah. So then Pinky Paradise was charged with two accounts of murder and one count of assault. He's serving two life sentences and is now 68 years old and currently in the Massachusetts Department of Correction in Milford, Massachusetts. Okay. Yep. And that's it. Oh, that's it? We're done? Yeah. Damn. I really, like, messed up a lot this time. It's okay. We're getting back into the, the groove. Yeah, I haven't done this in a while. I think well, that's my problem. Well, he is. He doesn't sound like... No, he's, he's the worst. The worst of the worst. Yeah. Scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. The scum between my toes. Yep. Um, disgusting. And he's stinky. And he's ugly and stinky. Yep. He looks stinky. And he wears sequins. No offense to anyone who wears sequins. No. But... Like, if you wear sequins, it's fine, because you're not a Cause terrible you're, Yeah, because you're not... 
pinky freaking paradise. Yeah, but if you're pinky paradise, I'm gonna make fun of you for wearing yeah. sequins. So. Well, um, I hope he's really been not enjoying his two life sentences. Same. And, um, you know, I hope he gets beat up in prison a lot. Same. I hope the food tastes like ass. Mm-hmm. I, th- I hope um, he stubs his toe on his bed every time he wakes up. Every single day. I hope there's always an eyelash stuck in his eye. Same. I hope he always has a hangnail on every finger and toe. I hope he always has a really painful pimple. Same. On his chin. Yep. And I also hope that he is bald. Or balding. I hope that, I hope that his, his chops are gone now. I hope that he's balding. I hope that it was a long process to get there. Anyways. Anyways. Um, I don't like him. Same. What a monster. Yep. That was, that was a good case. It was. Thank you. Yeah, I find it very funny that we did, like, two hometown Yeah, it was kind of cute. Back to back. It was kind of cute. Like, you kind of inspired me. Aww. Because, well, okay, so it all kind of happened because I was with my whole family, and they were talking about how our my town has, like, a bunch of weird murder Yeah, things. her town is, like, literally <laughs> crazy. It is kind of crazy. When I was over at her house, her dad was just going off, like, oh, yeah, remember this one thing? And I was just, like, mouth, like, jaw on the floor. Yeah, it's Weird like little town. Around. Literally a crackhead town. Yeah, and Serena and Lily were like, oh, yeah, I remember this other thing. Yeah. And I was we like, were where a little, are yes. y'all from? <laughs> Anyways, thank y'all for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, hope you keep listening. Same. I'm, I'm like, brain dead right now. I have to, like, go finish packing and stuff. <laughs> and I, you know how I, like, procrastinate everything? Yeah. I haven't started on the cold thing. I haven't either. It's okay, so, we have this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to try to use the drive up there tonight to really do a lot. Yeah, I need to work on it too. I'll have time this weekend, sort of. Hopefully. Hopefully. Anyways. Anyways. Thank um, you. Follow us on social media. Yes. Um, please, if you've made it this far, thank you, first of all. Second, yeah, would just... y'all be interested in like a little Facebook group? Like a private little Facebook group with me and Lily and so fun. all of our other friends that we have? I, I have no flow of my words right now. I like I didn't do the episode, so I don't like, know what to say. Okay, follow us on Instagram at Uncovered the Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Uncovered ATCP. And then our TikTok too. Oh, we need to post on that. Yeah, we haven't. What is our TikTok handle? I always forget. I forget too. Emma I'm- always says the social media handles because <laughs> I have no idea what they are. I I barely remember the Instagram, so it's yeah. fine. Um, it's, our TikTok is going to be the Uncovered Podcast. Okay. And if y'all want to, oh, Silas is home. The door's locked. Yeah, me too. Maybe it's not Silas. I don't know. 